Yeah, I heard they heard. Yeah. Oh, they listening now, right? They gonna hear. All that. <laughs> I'm with all that. What's going on, beautiful people? My name's Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. I keep on hearing that I got a good radio voice. Well, prior to doing this, and not prior, I still do it. I'm a rapper, and I hate my voice. I hate listening to my music, even though I start the show with a song of mine. Um, I don't like, I don't even listen to the show. If I fuck up, I fuck up. I'm never coming back. I got some interviews coming up. I got some guests coming up. I'm very excited. Not today. But um, I can't wait to have him on. Uh, let me use my radio voice. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, there's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Yo, 1.3 billion dollars worth of meth got seized. Was headed to Australia, mate. Yo, 1.3. You know the the amount of of fucking heads that are gonna roll because of this shit. Y'all keep playing. There's a bunch of people running for president. That's happening everywhere. It's like an epidemic. They just all come out of the woodworks. This is all I'm going to say about anybody who wants to run for president. Stop. And think about what you're really going against. It's way past Donald Trump. You run for president right now, you got to go against the fact. Fact. That the economy is doing better than ever and it's still going up. That the world is changing because of the things that we're doing in the economic sector. Including exporting fuel. Like, that's a big deal. We're exporting oil. Who the fuck is going to run against him and win? I don't give a fuck how you feel about him. Y'all better let him do his fucking job and quit playing. Just say, literally, yo, my bad. Look, y'all got me stumbling on my words. It, it blows my mind. Like, you can't sit there and say that the shit ain't doing better. I don't give a fuck how you feel. Let's just talk about what it is. The numbers are there to prove it. So, even though you may want change, this ain't the time, y'all. Let's let this one play out. Now, 2024, I mean, we'll see what happens. As long as things keep going up, I can't see us um really walking away from, from what we got. And there's nothing enticing about what these people are offering in that green deal, y'all. That shit is crazy. It's fucking insane. It really is. <laughs> Yo, Tory Lanez might be the world's most interesting man to me. So he pulled up on some rapper. I don't know where that dissed him. And it looked like the rapper was on a bike. And I guess the guy dissed him. Tory caught up with him. Uh, he's holding the phone out the window. Yo, you better say you sorry. You know, Canadians. Apologize Yelling at him Dude's like All right, I'm sorry G My bad yo I'm sorry G He's like I said say you sorry And the guy was like I'm sorry I'm sorry I bet So that 
that was fucking hilarious to me. Just thinking, why is this guy riding a bike? Where was Tory Lanez driving that he went, oh, shit. The guy on the 10-speed, he dissed me. Pull over, let's punk him. And why would you let him punk you? You was talking a lot of shit on the song. Man, what's, what's that guy? He ain't going to kill you. He got more to lose than you. Never apologize. Fuck him. Don't apologize. It's pretty cool what he did, though. Wasn't even, uh, I'm not mad at what he did. I just think it's fucking hilarious that he pulled up. On, like, where, what the fuck were you doing in the middle of the night pedaling around town? Do you work for Postmates? I mean, that's the thing. I'm, I'm not looking down on you. I'm not talking shit. If you was working, that's one thing. But you had your shirt all unbuttoned. You look gassed the fuck out. Like, you were scared. But that's cool. Shout out to Tori. <laughs> boy, oh boy. The Bow Wow and his girlfriend video, them in the elevator. Oof. Bow Wow. Mmm. Rashad Moss. Mmm. Bruh. Shit. It ain't looking good, dog. Good luck with all that. So I want to get the fuck shit out the way and really get into what I want to talk about today. And blackface definitely needs to be talked about. We as a people have to stop giving so much power to brands that we buy from. Now, there's a boycott being led by T.I., and I don't know if it was coincidental or, or I don't know how it happened, but Spike Lee at the beginning of the week also said that he isn't going to be buying anything from Gucci, Prada, or whoever else until they hired black designers or black head designers, um, which that's fine, but you can't force nobody to do nothing. Um, and Spike Lee, I'm sure he has the wealth and the connections to start his own clothing brand. We'll get into that after all this. T.I. is also the forefront of everything. T.I. is like the mayor of hip-hop, and I appreciate T.I. I love him to death. I think he's an amazing person. I think he means well, but he's getting in his own way. Now, to say that you're going to boycott Gucci because of their shirt, that's fine. Go for it. Boycott them because you felt like the shirt looked like blackface. Now, uh, the Montclair jacket, I'm not sure exactly where that came from. I don't, I mean, Montclair, I know them for the jackets, but I'm not sure where they're based out of. They might be Italian, um, like Gucci. You know, Gucci's fashion house is Italian. So let me start by saying this. Stop thinking that everything is racist when these people don't even understand American history in that manner. You... Let's talk about blackface and then we'll talk about that because blackface is not necessarily a fashion thing. And yes, it's a racist thing. But what it was was a theatric theatric thing. It started off in plays and theater and even in TV shows and movies. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it was a let's just know where it all comes from before we start saying things and, and putting out a rhetoric. I'm not condoning blackface. Now, if it's a part of theatrics and it's uh, a representation of something, I understand it. I'm not okay with it. I'm not offended by it because to say that I'm offended by it is to say that I am accepting that weird image of a blackface with giant red lips to be considered a black person. And I don't think so. I think my people are the most beautiful people in the world. 
So first off, no, I'm not offended by your black face. I think it's it's just it's silly and it's funny. Um, let's make white face a thing. You see what I'm saying? We we don't do that. You you immediately jump out there and go fuck that. They're racist. Hold on. Let's remember where it all came from. Basically, blackface was an expression, right? Blacks are the minority. These people are throwing shows and they want to talk about black people. So this is how they express it. We don't got to agree with it. It's not okay. But again, they're just expressing it for that moment or that, you know, that movie, that show, that play, that whatever. Different time, y'all. Different time. Things that used to be accepted are not accepted today. And we all understand that. Now. The history in America and the history in Europe, Italy, France, all these different places is not the same when it came to racism against black people. So for us to think that the slavery that happened here in America changed the world, it really didn't because there was slavery in many other places and different races. It wasn't just all blacks. There's been slavery in, in, in not only different time eras, but different countries. In different manners. I mean, they, we, they still got a fucking king, yo. You motherfuckers want to change how we do shit in America and they got a fucking king or a queen? Like, are you fucking kidding me? A, a king? Really? In 2019, a fucking king? A queen? Relax. That shit's crazy. It's fucking crazy. But you can't be that ignorant to tell me that you think that the 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 misfortunes and, and the the horrible shit that we had to go through as a people in America was felt around the world in that manner. Yeah, they knew it happened, but they don't give a fuck. It's the same way nobody over here gives a fuck of what's going on over there and their civil issues. Let's get that through our heads, right? Once we understand that, okay, we did go through different things, I mean, now you're just being oversensitive, right? And that's okay. Be sensitive. But keep that shit to yourself and at least be reasonable. This is why I say, you know, sometimes you got to let your feelings relax, Right, because you can use your feelings, but don't let your feelings use you. You just start blurting out stupid shit. Everybody stop buying Gucci. Bro, there's not that many people buying Gucci. Relax. Relax. Although, the shirt looked crazy. We still don't even know where the inspiration came from. I would love to see what the designer was even coming up with when they did this. It's not the first time that we've seen a pullover with some type of a face mask. Now, we have hoodies that have Japanese faces on them, tiger faces on them, bear faces on them. Like, you got to understand, this is a thing. It's a it's a part of fashion. If you don't understand fashion, you can't be offended by it. I just watched the documentary on Steve McQueen. Fucking genius. That fucked the brain on that person. What a beautiful brain. He made veins out of material. It looked like if it, on, on one outfit, it looked like dripping blood from a fucking cut up body. On another outfit, it literally looked like the veins inside of your muscles. That's fucking fashion. Now, we can't hang him. He had a whole fucking runway based on rape. And all the women look like rape victims. It's fucking crazy. Like that mentality is insane. But he made it beautiful and he had a story behind it. So I can appreciate that art when it goes you know, back to the whole blackface thing. I'm not impressed. It's a very horrible representation. It's very minimal. And we can't accept that. 
we just can't. We can't look at a at a fucking blackface drawing and those stupid ass fucking cartoons that they were drawing and fucking sit here and go, yeah, that's exactly what our people look like. What the fuck? Don't give them power. You cannot give them the power. That's where you lose. You see, that's how this game works. The level, the, the field has already been leveled, right? Everybody has equality. I don't give a fuck how you feel about that. We all have equality. As, as you see the fucking meme, oh, we all got the same 24 hours. You see that shit? That's real. We all do. Now, I've already said this before. There's going to be a portion of, of, of the population that has a foot up on us. And most of them are white because they were here first. They were able to establish and build. And we're doing the same thing. Okay, but that's what's really happening. It's not that we have a disadvantage on them. No, not at all. It's just timing difference. If you see when when the white people established, I did the air quotes, I'm sorry, but like because it's just you can't say it any other way. The first settlers that got here were fair skinned. Some were Irish, Italian, it was white. It was a mix of everything. You understand what I'm saying? So we can't just say white people. But when the first people did come and become established, they own the majority of business. Why? Because they were the first ones here. That's not that it doesn't mean anything's unfair. There's nothing to do with unfair. There's no equal outcome. There's equal opportunity. So this is the opportunity, okay? We're doing things to build our future, our roots. We just have a time difference. Stop comparing to what the fuck other people are doing. Nobody talks shit about something like a FedEx. Who started FedEx? I haven't looked it up. I'm not going to look it up. But I'm just saying, when it's things like that, nobody says shit. What if FedEx is a white company? Are you telling me you're not going to use FedEx? The real question is, why isn't there more black businesses? The opportunity is there. There's no law that stops black people, minorities, Spanish people, anybody from opening their own business. The choice is yours. So. We look at blackface and it's supposed to be an interpretation of black people according to them because it's a them thing and them being just anybody that even considers that image to be a person because I don't I don't I can't give you that power. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like if you say that if you say yeah that's how black people look then okay you're you're literally giving yourself to them. They won. So yeah, that caricature is fucking insane. I'm not okay with it. Is it racist? No. It's racist if we say that that's what we look like. It's only racist when we give them the power. It's ignorant. Now, what do we do with ignorance? We acknowledge it and let them know. That shit is stupid. Don't give them power. Don't give them power. But we cannot say that Gucci is making that in thoughts of slavery in America. You know, like that, it didn't it didn't go hand in hand. Gucci's from Italy. A huge fashion house. Nothing to fuck with. Predominant in fashion, and they've been for a long fucking time. Long fucking time. They're Italians. Oh no, I can't believe they, they have Italian privilege. Hey, let me tell you something about white privilege, right? There's a there's something there. I don't know what the fuck it is, but there's definitely something there, right? And I'm gonna hold on. The issue there's a stigma, right? I get it all the time. I get stared at. I'm I fucking hate it, but what I deal with it, okay? Uh, I'm a Hispanic. I'm heavily tattooed. 
I kind of have resting bitch face and it's intimidating. I get it. But then I start talking. They're like, holy shit, you're a fucking genius. And I go, yeah, I know, huh? I'm not just all pretty in the face on tattoos. I'm actually very smart. I'm an intelligent being. But if I walk in a store with a fucking muscle shirt on and some basketball shorts and some Nikes, nine times out of ten, I'm getting looks like, oh, my God, he's going to fucking rob the place. And that's fine because I'm above that. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead and judge me, morons. You're missing out, not me. And actually, it makes it a lot easier for me at the store. I just walk around and get my shit. Nobody fucking talks to me. It's a beautiful thing. So uh, I have a friend, a very good friend, a best friend. I consider him a brother. His name is James. He's white. It's fucking crazy. When I met James, I lived on the east side of Las Vegas. Not the prettiest place to live in Las Vegas. James lived on the north side of Las Vegas. Not the prettiest place in Las Vegas. We both happened to go to a vocational school because we're artists. I mean, me and James at first really didn't get along. Like when I first met him, he had a big ass head, yo. I never forget this motherfucker, man. Big fucking head. I'm like, yo, this nigga got a pumpkin head, yo. It's crazy big, right? We didn't ride the same bus and then we just had a couple classes together. I didn't even know what the fuck he did there. James got real sick. He was kind of chubby. He got real sick. He has juvenile diabetes. I didn't know that at the time. He came back to school, you know, sometime later after they found out that he did and started taking medicine. So he started losing weight and stuff, you know, uh, type of shit that you, you have to do to take care of your body when, you know, you find out you have diabetes. It's something he's going to have for the rest of his life. Uh, James was in karate. I was in karate when I was a kid. I stopped because financially my family couldn't continue. I made it to black belt in Taekwondo. Shout out to my teacher, Enrique Matas. Cool dude. He was cool as shit. James was in karate. I thought that was cool. It's just I was older. I was in a different headspace. So I really, really just karate wasn't the thing for me anymore. I was kind of caught up in, in street bullshit. Um, but I do have an affinity for training martial arts and, and all of that. I think it's something all kids should do. It's a great discipline. And uh, I mean, you got to respect people that do it. It takes it takes a lot. Um, Me and James just hit it off, man. Like it was a little rough because we're both the funny guys. We're both alpha. And you know how you know you get two teenage kids, man. Hormones are raging and motherfuckers just be out there talking shit. But, you know, he could talk it and take it and same. Real good friend. James's family had businesses james's family you know work for other people um james never had it easy and james is as white as they come this motherfucker's like six foot ten or some shit blue eyes like the fucking ocean he's a beautiful fucking white dude you know what i'm saying like blonde is blonde hair he looks like that fucking guy from from stallone when they was fighting he was like if he dies he dies he don't give a fuck you know i would crush him that's james that's james but he's a nigga I don't give a fuck. I'll never take that away from him. Are you fucking kidding me? The neighborhood James grew up in. Bro, I jumped out the car the first time in his neighborhood. and motherfucker was banging on me. And then they came and they were like, oh, no, we're going to fuck with him. What up, dog? Woo, woo. Like, those was homies. But, like, that neighborhood was rough. Put it like this. Other people that came to James' neighborhood would not react the way I did. I love the street shit. So I'm like, oh, it's going to be lit. We're going to be fighting. Woo, woo, woo. I'm, I was dumb. I was young. I didn't give a fuck. But nah, mad respect, right? And same in my neighborhood. When I would bring people to my house, it was mum, shh, no talking, scared, crazy essays walking around, and I mean, all that. It was, it's, you know, the only person that would walk around with me, no problem, would be James. I'm talking about, I lived in a neighborhood where it was like five different gangs. 
And they all wore the same color. Suit dress at PSL, 28th Street, white fence. Uh, and we had some crips from around the corner. I don't know if there were 60s. Uh, Grape Street was over there. This is all in one neighborhood. And me and this white kid walking up and down the streets like nothing. I had other friends from high school that would come over and be like, fuck that. We don't want no parts of this shit. Same thing at James's house. When I hear people talk about white privilege, that shit, it drives me crazy because I don't see it as white privilege. Especially when I have a friend like James. He's working right now 50, 60 hours a week to take care of his family while his wife is going to school to better her education. She's, she's becoming a doctor. So she's getting her doctrine right now. See, he's making a sacrifice for her to be able to take care of their family later. But at the same time, you know, they're working with each other. Like, you got to imagine she's busting her ass in school. They're raising a family. He's busting his ass to work so she can get to school. Where's the white privilege at? I'm just waiting for y'all to tell me. I get it. Perceptually, you would think the white guy got it easier. The white guy got it fucking hard. Yo, I got a homeboy, Andrew Molina, right? Cool as a fucking fan. He, he's in the Air Force now. Cool motherfucker, bro. And he would always fuck with me and tell me his parents were dead. I was like, yo, Andrew, was good, man? And I'd be talking shit like, yo, your mama fat, your daddy's a fuckboy. Just talking. I was an asshole, but I was doing it just fucking with him because he was so quiet. And he's like, hey, man, don't make fun of my parents. They're dead. And <laughs> I'd be like, oh, shit, my bad. But your mom was a bitch like right before she died. I was an asshole. But Andrew was cool as shit. And Andrew lived in the north side, too. One day, Andrew said he was driving home. He had, like, a white Jeep. This shit like OJ's whip, right? He said he's sitting there in traffic listening to music. And pew, pew, bullets come flying through his fucking window. Bro, somebody was shooting in broad daylight. He took two bullets to his car through the back window, through the fucking front windshield, too. That's fucking crazy. That, that's what North Las Vegas was, all right? Andrew's a cool fucking cat, man. Great dude. Um, And James, like I said, that's a brother to me. Um, so I can't stand when I hear white privilege and I, I, there's no facts. It's just, it, it, if white privilege is the thing, then so is black privilege. Because when I see fraternities, they take care of themselves. I see a lot of brothers that go to fraternities and, you know, through their connections, they fucking have great careers just because they look out for each other and they're predominantly black fraternities. So that's a privilege there. If you look at it that way, to me, that's just dumb. I'm not going to say that. There's a sacrifice that that needs to be made for you to have something to seem like it's easy. That's that's it. There's sacrifices have to be made. My barber, his family made a sacrifice. They started a business. Then he continued that business. His son is now in that business. What does that mean? That's a big fucking deal. Do you see the roots that were planted? What do I say when I'm just a few years older than his kid and I go, fuck, my dad ain't starting no business. What am I supposed to do? What is that, Mexican privilege? No. People all have to go through different sacrifices. We all live a different life. You can literally grow up in the same house and have two different fucking visions of how life went. That's facts. I can't look at somebody... And say that they have a privilege over me. Because there's people in my own family who I know had it better than me. Grew up in better areas than me. Have both their parents still. And haven't done a quarter or a tenth of what I've been able to do with the little bit that I had. I was poor. I didn't go to movies. I didn't go to the mall. I shopped at the swap me when I started selling drugs. 
I didn't shop at the malls. I didn't go to movies. I didn't play sports because I never wanted to use my grandmother's money. We walked everywhere. We didn't have a car. We took the bus everywhere. We didn't have a car. Um, I didn't have name brand shit ever. I got comfortable in my own skin. I like wearing off brand things. I like thrift shopping. My grandmother used to thrift shop like crazy. Mind you, my two brothers, my mother and her husband lived in the best part of Las Vegas. Life's about choice. So if you walk around blaming white people for having privilege that doesn't really exist, you're not living. You're just not. You're in a fucking hole. Stop it. Stop. Why even talk about all that? Let me let you know. When I hear T.I. say fuck Gucci for doing what they did and fuck fuck Montclair for doing what they did, well, I go, well, damn, bro. What happened to FUBU? For us, by us. What happened to South Pole? Inichi. G-Unit. Excuse me. Rockaware. The Sean Carter collection. Y'all don't want to wear Kanye shit. You got a clothing line, T.I. Where's your fucking clothing line? Hey, yo, Spike Lee, why don't you give T.I. some money and y'all find some of the greatest black designers in America and come up with a with a high fashion American line? Why don't y'all do that? Ain't nobody said go buy Gucci, bro. That's your choice. I wear my own shit. I can go buy some Gucci if I want to, but for what? I'd rather create my own. It's that simple. Y'all complain about the ignorance. No, we don't complain about ignorance. We teach them. Don't do that. That shit is wrong. They stopped doing it. And guess what? You still buy from them. That's not going to stop. How about you take that fucking money and you build your own fashion house? The same way Kanye West did. You see, you pussies won't say that. Y'all can talk all the shit you want about Kanye, but Kanye started a fashion house. Get over that. That ain't going nowhere. The Yeezy brand, what he's been able to do with his wife, Kim. The seasons, he's got porn stars rocking this shit, regular stars rocking this shit, and all y'all motherfuckers that say fuck Kanye because of Trump, y'all still wearing Yeezys, bruh. T.I., bro, how you gonna protest a brand when you have a brand that you don't even fucking do shit with? Whose fault is that? These are the questions that I need answered. Where the fuck is FUBU at? I got some great designs. I would love to collaborate with FUBU and let's make it a high fashion. We can sell t-shirts for $100. We can sell t-shirts for $900. We can do that too. And we can support us. We can support the Latins. We can support the blacks. We can support the Asians. We can start our own shit. Why are we bitching about Gucci? Don't even talk about Chanel. Shit, Coco Chanel was amazing. That woman, bro, her life story needs to be told. Steve McQueen's amazing. These brains are amazing. Kanye West is amazing. Virgil is amazing. Even though I don't think his sneakers are that cool. Shout out to Off-White, though. I'll take a pair. (laughs) That's amazing. Let's not complain about what Prada's doing. It's none of your fucking business what Prada's doing. How about you mind your fucking business? All right? You don't want to support them? Then start your own shit. Whose fault it is that we don't sell $400 
scarves to ourselves. Whose fault is it that we don't make $900 t-shirts to sell to ourselves? You see, now let me tell you where the issue lies with that shit. It's the same fucking problem I have with my business. That when somebody sees me and they see that I have a business, let's get one thing straight. You ain't never met none of the Waltons and you go to Walmart every day. Why do you think because you meet me, the owner of my business, that I'm going to give you a fucking discount? That's the fucking problem when it comes to us. See, you're going to go spend $700 at Gucci. You won't come spend $700 at the Kasabian store. Why not? I could I could bump them price tags up for you. I'll put a zero off of everything for you. Answer me that. Why is it that y'all insist on doing that? You won't come to my store where I'm going to give you a deal. I'm not going to tell you I'm giving you a deal. I'm just going to give it to you and hook you up. You'd rather go over there and pay more for their name, and I'm giving you the same shit. The same shit. But you insist on going over there. Fuck you. Oh, you gonna come to my store to try to use my prices and go somewhere else, but you won't buy it from me. Oh, okay. Okay. I see what we're doing. Come on, man. T.I., you the problem, bro. You the fucking problem. Where is your clothing brand at? You want to stop this unnecessary shit? How about we promote your clothing as big as we promoted this fucking Gucci sweater? Why don't you make sweaters, dog? I want a T.I. sweater. I can't remember the fucking name. It's like Acca something. And I don't want to say academics. But it's some shit like that. But I know you got a brand. I have a brand. There's a lot of brands. But you put power in that type of shit by doing what you did. That's free pu- That's free publicity for Gucci. Gucci don't fucking need it. Gucci had a scarf the other, not that long ago. I want to say, shit, a few weeks ago. I think they still got it. It's, it's, it's in season. It's a Yankee scarf, like $400. Why doesn't FUBU come out with a Yankee scarf? You think FUBU can't get licensing? You think Damon John can't go get licensing from the NFL, NBA, and, and create his own line of scarves like that for FUBU? Huh? My bad. But it's that simple. You would rather go buy the Gucci. You're not going to go buy the FUBU that's at Walmart for $100. Or Kasabian's t-shirts that he's selling online for $100. You're going to go buy the Gucci. That's the fucking problem. Shaq sells fucking shoes at Walmart. We don't talk about Shaq sneakers. That's corny. I'll rock a pair of them shits. They look dope. Bro, I got a pair of $6 sneakers that look just as ugly as Kanye's big-ass sneakers. And pretty much the Balenciagas and them ugly-ass Versace's. $6. And I it's, I don't know what brand it is. Knock off. I don't give a fuck. My shit look dope as fuck. I look normcore as fuck. I be at the thrift shop thrifting. Bro, I found my girl a coach purse at the thrift shop. I'm with the shits. I'm a collector of vintage classic shit. I like beer t-shirts from the 90s. I like cigarette t-shirts. I think that shit is dope. That shit was some rebel ass shit. Motherfuckers are pussy now. They gonna cry about Gucci stupid ass sweater, but motherfucker make your own sweater then. I'm standing in line to buy it, dog. Fucking do something. That's the problem. You know, Killer Mike made great fucking strides with what he showed. Now, you got to change your views on this racism shit. You're not letting it go. You just keep on perpetuating it into things that it don't even fucking mean. The Katy Perry shoes? Bro, that shit was funny. Look up the Katy Perry shoes and let me know what you think. Them shits are hilarious, bro. 
They're like, oh, these are blackface. These are blackface. They're not blackface. It's literally it's just two faces. Ones are white and ones are black. <laughs> like, oh no, white face. I can't believe it is white face. <laughs> Yo, you really gotta see it. Just just see it for what it is. Like, we're doing some crazy shit. We're doing some crazy shit. What are we really mad about? What are we mad about? Man, I'm going to leave y'all with that. You already know, live in the moment. Why? Wow.